In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Resurrexit sicut dixit, Dominus surrexit vere. My dear sons and daughters, I do not wish to be linguistically wonkish with you on this Easter Sunday, but to let that ancient greeting ring in our hearts. Resurrexit sicut dixit, he is risen as he said, the testimony of the angel. Dominus surrexit vere, the Lord has truly been raised. The words of those two disciples coming back from the road to Emmaus, in a sense, the whole summation of that Easter day, the first announcement in the morning. Resurrexit sicut dixit, he is risen as he said. And the conclusion, Dominus surrexit vere, the Lord is truly risen. Let us perhaps take ourselves once again as we conclude these high holy days, as we have done on Holy Thursday, Good Friday, the Easter Vigil, and this morning, Easter Sunday. Let us translate our minds to that place. It is very, very early in the morning, before the dawning of the Sunday, and Mary Magdalene and the other holy women have gathered their spices. Joseph and Arimathea did their best to lay the Lord's body properly in the tomb, but had to do so in haste because the Passover was upon them. And so early on that morning after the Passover, on Sunday morning, the first day of the week, when God created the heavens and the earth and all their array and called it good, they go into the garden where is the tomb. And they think not of practicalities. Who shall roll the stone for us? Because in those tombs, nicely carved and arranged on the interior, there was a huge rock that you needed special mechanics to open and strong persons. And they find the tomb cracked open. And they go in. And Mary Magdalene sees the bright angel arrayed in the festal garments, and the whole tomb glows with the light of the resurrection. And they bear witness, as we heard last night. You seek Jesus the crucified. He is not here. He has been raised, as he said, resurrexit sicut dixit. Tell his brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see him. Behold, I have told you. And the angel does the will of God. And Mary runs back to find Simon and the other disciples. And any sort of bitterness or grief is now gone. Mary Magdalene does not say, why would I go to Peter who denied and fled? Why would I go to these other silly disciples who weren't there? I was at the cross. No, she runs back to them, poor and vain though they may have been, foolish and weak. But she goes back to them and testifies. The angel said, go to Galilee, there you will see me, for he has been raised. But they've taken his body, we don't know where they've put it. Her joy and her confusion and her love and her fear are all mixed together. And so Peter and John run and stoop down. Peter the prince of the apostles. It will be yet a while before the resurrected Christ 
rehabilitates Peter with the three times, do you love me more than these? But he is still chosen. He is still rock. He still has the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And as Christ said before he died in his passion to Peter, when you have risen, you will strengthen your brethren, not because you're perfect, but because you have my grace. And he sees the testimony. There the cloth of the burial, we call now the shroud kept in the city of Turin, Italy. And the cloth that had covered his head, not with those, but rolled up in a separate place. The miraculous veil kept in Montepello, Italy. These testimonies of faith throughout all the ages. And they run back. And Mary remains there, weeping in joy and love, and yet confusion and wonder. And where is Christ in all of this? Well, I submit to you what many of the ancient church fathers said. I believe what St. Ignatius of Loyola believed. I believe what St. Jose Maria Escrivá believed. I believe what St. Anne, excuse me, blessed Anne Catherine Emmerich was given as a vision that our Lord first greeted his mother, the Virgin Mary. And where was she? At Mount Calvary. Why Mount Calvary? For the same reason that the angel says, tell his disciples to go to Galilee. Why Galilee? Why Mount Calvary is the first meeting? Galilee is the place where the Lord Jesus first told them about his crucifixion, death, and resurrection. That's the first place he told him, the Son of Man must suffer greatly and be crucified and on three days be raised. Yes, it is true, there is no resurrection without crucifixion. And the Virgin Mary, perfect disciple, knows this and goes to that place where she became the mother of all the beloved disciples. And Christ strengthens her on that place. And she keeps this as she kept all things in the stillness of her heart. And as she returns back to her place, our Lord appears now to Mary Magdalene, weeping, and she cannot recognize him. He is the same and yet different. If you have taken my Lord, tell me where have you put him, and I will take him from this place. And he speaks to her his name, Mary. And she is filled with that love and joy and wants to have Jesus all to herself, but he says, not yet, I've not ascended. Go talk to my brothers. And the whole drama of that glorious day. Then he will go and greet those two disciples weary on the road to Emmaus and break the bread, and they will know him. And that resurrexit sicut dixit, the Lord is truly risen, that began is met with their Dominus Rexit Vere when they return on the evening of the first day of the week. And in that summation, the Lord will appear. And I suggest to you, brother or sister, wherever you may be, be hand in hand right now with the Virgin Mary and walk back from Mount Calvary. We have our sorrows and our griefs, our failings and our fears, 
but we also have our trust and our hope, our faith and our love. And the Virgin Mary will say, Resurrexit, sicutixit. And you will say simply and lovingly, Dominus surrexit vere. The Virgin Mary will hold your hand in all love and all pain. Just as soon she will embrace Simon Peter and with love say to him, whisper into his ear and his scraggly beard and his aged body and his many faults and the trials that lie ahead of him yet unknown. Resurrexit sicutixit. And he will utter with tears in her heart and her arms, Dominus surrexit vere. Resurrexit sicutixi, the Lord is risen. Dominus surrexit vere. The world was made good, and yet through fault and sin, we lost the goodness that should be. Yet God did not abandon us to our own weakness, but sent his only Son, born of a woman, who taught us the righteous path, was like us in all things but sin, and died a death to pay the debt we could not pay, and rose again in glory so that we would live forever and not fear. And for all those who believe in his name, who are baptized through his name, he makes children of God and grants forgiveness of sins. Resurrexit sicutixit. Dominus surrexit vere. This is the glory of Easter Sunday, and as we pray this Mass and sing these hymns, I don't deny that it's strange. I'm grateful to Tracy Tolzman for playing music and working hard to make this live stream the best it could be, to Anthony Hursting, our seminarian, to the lectors who have been with us many days or few, Try and proclaim word and gird heart and aid your prayer. Resurrexit sicutexit, Dominus surrexit vere. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.